0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast where we learn and grow together. I'm currently recording today's podcast episode from the Agafi Desert in Morocco at one of Selena's newest locations where I am teaching meditation classes and workshops for the next few weeks because I've been here for a week already and I will be leaving here on December 20th. Now, some of you may or may not have noticed or maybe saw my Instagram story where I shared why I didn't share a podcast episode last week. And the reason I didn't share a podcast episode was because, if I'm being fully honest, I was suffering with really, really bad anxiety and was having a really hard time settling into this new environment. One thing I've noticed while traveling, and I've traveled a lot in the last five months, for those of you that maybe don't know, I went from LA to the Austrian Alps, took a trip to Greece in between, came back to Austria, flew back to LA, from LA to Ecuador, Ecuador to India, India back to Greece, and from Greece to Morocco. And throughout my travels, I realized that there's a window of time where I feel really, really anxious, unsettled, not grounded, and just not safe in my own body and in the environment that I'm in. That window of time usually starts a few days before I'm getting ready to leave one place and ends a few days after I've settled in to the next place. And it's funny because part of me feels like every time I underestimate the fact that it's going to happen again, I'm like, okay, I've learned. Like last time I freaked out and everything was fine in the end, or last time I was so anxious and everything felt good once I was there a few days. So it's like I'm almost prepared for it but for some reason it can still be super intense. And this last time where I left Greece after being there for 2 weeks to come to Morocco, it was probably one of the worst experiences I had going from one place to another. For my entire first week here in Morocco, I was feeling really really anxious. That feeling where you wake up in the morning and the first thing you feel is anxiety and those knots in your stomach and I just couldn't find my center. I couldn't find the home within myself that makes me feel safe and grounded, which makes it really hard to show up and do things like this podcast and give sessions and just function normally because when I look around me, I just feel like I don't know where I am (laughs) and I'm not standing on a solid foundation and I don't feel the solid foundation that I usually have within me. Now, the reason I wanted to make my podcast today about transitions and anxiety and that feeling of not finding that center within yourself is because I realized that what I experience as I've been traveling, that window of time where things are unfamiliar and things feel a little bit more uncertain and things are moving, including myself physically moving from one place to the next. I realized that what I go through and how I go through it and what helps me recenter Is probably really useful for anyone going through any type of transition. Not just when you're moving from one physical place to the next and traveling, but also when you leave a job and get ready to go to a new job and have that window of time between the two, where you may not know what the next thing is, where you may not know what the next job is, or when you leave a relationship and you don't know when the next relationship is gonna be, and you kind of feel like you're in between two experiences. Another version of transition can be emotional and mental and spiritual transition where you feel like you're leveling up. You feel like you're doing some work on yourself, maybe with the help of a coach or a therapist or even just self healing and going through these journeys of working on yourself. And you recognize that you're not the version of yourself that you were, and you're not yet the next version of yourself. And you're kind of in between the two. It's like this really awkward phase where you don't feel settled. You don't feel grounded. You don't feel as safe and stable. So yesterday when I shared this on my story, a few people reached out and said, wow, I can't wait for this episode because this, because that one girl really made me happy when she said, yeah, my dad is actually going through a lot of transitions in terms of his career and I can't wait to send him this episode. And another girl said, yeah, I need this. This is perfect timing because whatever her reason was. And it forced me to really look at how I handle transitions and how I handle that feeling and ask myself some questions to get to the bottom of what helps me recenter. Because first of all, I don't think that I'll ever be fully settled when things are moving and things are transitioning. That's the first thing I want to say that naturally as human beings, transitions are going to feel uncomfortable. They're not going to be a comfortable experience. So I'm not here to tell you how to make transitions so smooth and so easy and so uncomfortable. Part of what makes them rewarding is the discomfort that you feel as you go through them. But I do think that I've learned how to recenter faster. I've learned how to honor however long it takes. And I have a few things in my awareness that I think have really helped me as it happens to stay aware and kind of observe myself as I go through what is a challenging experience for human beings and for myself. So step one, if I want to put it in steps, I don't know if I'm going to continue putting it in steps, but the first thing I want to say is I've learned not to fight any feeling that comes up. And that's not so easy. Even when I know that, there's still like a little whisper behind the anxiety that's like, I don't want to be anxious. How can I get rid of the anxiety? How can I end this? And I come back to stop trying to fight it because... classic quote that what you resist will persist and if I push against it and if I fight it and if I reject it and if I don't want to feel it, it's not going to go anywhere. So the first thing as I was feeling really, really anxious and I haven't felt this anxious in a long time actually, it was really bad. I reminded myself that it's okay to feel anxious And I feel like we hear that a lot. We see that on Instagram. There's like posts that say it's okay to feel anxious and allow yourself to feel. But when the time comes and people are waking up with anxiety or they're feeling uncertainty and they're feeling discomfort, there's still a part of them looking to get rid of it. And part of getting rid of it is kind of accepting it and letting it fade naturally, letting it serve its purpose. Because... One thing I knew for sure is that I'm not feeling anxious for no reason. That there's a part of me that feels unsafe. There's a part of me that feels insecure. There's a part of me that feels unsettled. And that's okay. And she's allowed to feel that way. Or I'm allowed to feel that way. So the first thing I did was just accept that I feel anxious. And not try to get rid of the anxiety or fight the anxiety. Or not freak out that something's wrong with me. And there were moments like that. Okay, Of course, there were moments where I was... Like, oh no, what happened? How do I come back to myself? I lost myself because I'm a human. But then I would come back to everything is okay and this will fade. It always fades when you accept it and you just let it do its job. It's here because you feel some sort of threat. Something is threatening your security and your safety. But once you see that you're secure and safe, and the only way to feel secure and safe is to keep yourself calm, then it will fade away. I use the analogy of when you're drowning in the ocean the first thing they tell you is not to panic because if you panic, you're wasting energy and you'll probably drown sooner and lose the ability to control what you can and perhaps save your life. So a lot of the times when people are feeling this discomfort and this anxiety and whatever it is, they're freaking out. They start to make it about themselves and they're defining themselves and they're trying to figure out what happened and what's wrong with me. And it's this whole story and they start talking about how they're anxious and they start making this whole thing around the fact that they don't feel settled but I kind of just took a step back and I just let myself feel how I feel. The second thing I realized that I was doing that was making the situation worse because as I'm experiencing things, like I've said many times, there's the human me and there's the truer me that is aware and is present. And as I was feeling so, so bad, I realized I'm causing this to be worse for sure. In some ways I'm making this worse. So I kind of like reverse engineer and ask myself, okay, what can I do less of? Or how am I making this worse than it needs to be? So the first thing is that, and I taught this in my first version of my group program, that there is the initial pain and discomfort of the anxiety or of the stress or of the anger, whatever the emotion is, the negative emotion. And the more we resist it, then we start to create layers of unnecessary suffering. And there's a difference between meaningful pain, okay, that anxiety is coming from a place that is meaningful. It's coming from a place that's trying to protect you and and take care of you and look out for you. But the second layer where you're unnecessarily suffering is usually created by you. So when I started to feel like it went from meaningful pain, aka um, slight anxiety or discomfort to really, really bad anxiety, I asked myself, how can I make myself suffer less? What am I doing that's making me suffer? And immediately I realized that I got to this new environment. I felt super anxious. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel comfortable yet. And I was immediately trying to do all the things, get work done and book clients and record podcasts and make content before I felt safe, before I felt settled. So on top of the fact that I didn't feel grounded, I was putting pressure on myself to do more. And step one for if you're trying to recenter yourself and ground yourself and find that security within yourself between transitions, between certainty, false certainty in life that makes us feel more safe is to just let yourself be. It's to do less. It's not to exude more external effort to try to relieve that discomfort. It's actually to come inward and just accept it and accept yourself deeply and give yourself what you need most. So my body... Didn't feel safe and my mind was not at ease. And I was still trying to somehow convince myself to get up and be productive and work out and stay on schedule and have a routine immediately. And then I said, okay, pause. (laughs) Let's stop. Stop doing. Give yourself a few days to just relax and just be here and start to feel safe and start to feel comfortable and start to get used to this new place. And then naturally, you will want to be productive. And that's exactly what happened. Now, this podcast episode isn't about what was actually causing my anxiety, which I actually ended up figuring out. And I think there are many ways to explore our own feelings because as I was starting to feel better, I was curious, like, what about this environment made me feel unsafe? Which is a good question to ask yourself when you're feeling this anxiety and uncertainty and lack of stability. What is making me feel unsafe? What is making me feel threatened? What is it? what am I afraid of? And I think I want to do a whole podcast episode about what it was that I was feeling, but I'll tell you in short just because you're already here and invested and we're telling the story. But for a while now, I've kind of avoided environments and people (laughs) that live a certain lifestyle and let's call them upper class people or bougie people. And part of that is because it's like an unhealed part of me that doesn't know how to make peace with all the versions of myself. The part of me that comes from that life, a part of me that sometimes likes to enjoy those things, and a part of me that's simple and grounded and kind of like a hippie. And I feel like there isn't room for all of those versions of me to exist in one place in peace. Like I have to choose between that life or this life. And I was not expecting the crowd that I saw when I got here to Morocco. It's not always like that, but when we first arrived, it was like a lot of upper class people dressing nice, really looking good, taking care of themselves, you know, designer things. And I felt like I don't belong. And I felt threatened and I felt judged, even though no one was judging me or maybe they were, it doesn't matter. But I felt insecure. I didn't feel like I'm in a safe environment and I didn't feel, I don't know, the best way to put it, which again, I do want to do a whole episode on this, so I'm not going to go too in depth on it, is that I just didn't feel cool. And that's something that is a sensitive spot for me because growing up in high school and middle school, when I was in cheerleading, I was never the cool girl. And it's funny because some people say they think I was, <laughs> but there were also cooler people than me that I was comparing myself to and felt rejected by and felt, it, felt that I don't belong in that group. And I f- had this like feeling that I'm just not cool and I'm kind of like a loser. I'm trying to be cool and it's not working. And when I was in this environment unexpectedly, like not mentally prepared for it and saw these people around me, it really touched that wound. And I'll make an episode about it but that, that was that. So the three things that I did that helped me was first let myself feel how I feel without resisting it and creating unnecessary suffering but just letting it be. Realizing and honoring the part of myself that didn't feel safe and not being grateful for the anxiety but recognizing that my anxiety has a role and that it's not possible to not feel anxious when you're in a new place and uncertain and When you're going from one place to the next, or one stage in life to the next, or one job to the next, it's normal. That was the first thing, is accepting the anxiety. The second thing was doing less. Doing less and just letting myself come back to that center, making sure the foundation that I'm standing on is more stable so that I can build on it, so that I can be creative, so that I can be productive. And the third thing was self-inquiry, trying to understand what was it that made me feel unsafe. What was it that made me feel threatened? What was the anxiety's job? What was it doing? Why did it come? Because it didn't arrive for no reason. You see, you're not going to be able to find creative solutions. You're not going to be able to gain more clarity when you're frantic and anxious and all over the place and looking for ways to solve things. A lot of times when people come to me because they quit their job and they don't know what to do next, what's, what they're left with is just waking up every morning feeling completely paralyzed by anxiety and fear because they are rushing the process of knowing what to do next, because they can't stand in between those two places for too long. Because it's so uncomfortable, they're just like, give me something, I need something, what do I do now, what's the next thing? And any time I left a job, I actually never had a job lined up and maybe that's irresponsible, but I trusted my ability to know what's not for me and sit with the uncertainty, And at first I would be anxious and sometimes the anxiety would come back up as I was in between those two stepping stones. But I always knew that the most important thing was that I remain calm, that I allow myself to just be, that I don't need to solve the discomfort, that I kind of can take this anxiety or I could take this discomfort and I can move with it and it'll slowly feel like it's less needed. It'll go away and only if I get still enough will I be able to hear my intuition and think of creative solutions and explore my passions again and enjoy time with people and be present and remember what makes me happy and what lights me up and who I am and that can't happen unless I let myself just experience that anxiety and fully feel it so it can pass through me so that I can then put my energy towards moving to that next stage, moving to that next place, settling into that new environment, getting into a new relationship eventually, even if it takes a long time, finding a new job, knowing what the next best step is for me. A lot of people forget that emotions like anxiety are a product of the mind. They're a product of your thoughts. And when you remember this, then you can Take a moment, of course, however long it takes to feel that anxiety. Let it do its job. Let it run its course because, like I said, you can't stop yourself from ever feeling anxious or naturally feeling anxious in moments where there is a perceived threat because you feel unstable or you feel insecure. When I say insecure, I mean a lack of security, recognizing how human that is. If any human being is staring into a dark tunnel, (laughs) they're going to feel a little anxious before they walk into it. And transitions feel like walking into that dark tunnel where you don't really know where you are. And the funny part is that even when you're on both sides of the transition, when you're fully in LA or fully in India or fully in one job and then in the next one, there's always uncertainty. But in transitions, it just feels it's more prominent. It's more... In your face, it feels more real. And recognizing that that anxiety is a product of something that you are creating in your mind because you're not actually in danger. As I was feeling so anxious and so afraid, and most people, this is the case for them, I'm laying in my comfy bed under my sheets where I have comfort and I have food to eat and my basic needs are met. And my mind is creating stories about perceived dangers, about dangers that my mind thinks exist. So if you're in a transition phase and if you are experiencing a lot of anxiety because you feel unsettled and because you feel like you're in between two places, journal or ask yourself or just sit and think about what is it that I'm so afraid of? What is the danger that is not real that my mind is telling me is that my body is then reacting to? That is bringing the emotion of anxiety because it starts with the story that your mind is creating. A lot of people think that the emotion is just anxiety and it's coming up, but the anxiety is a physical response to a thought, whether it's from the conscious mind or the subconscious mind. Explore it. Don't explore it from a place of I need to figure this out because I need to get rid of this anxiety and I don't want to feel this way. Explore it with love and with patience. Be gentle with yourself. Ask yourself, okay, I see you anxiety. I hear you. I feel my body is not at peace. What is it? Why are you here? What are we so afraid of? What is the perceived danger that's not really danger? Is it coming from a place of scarcity? Is it coming from a place of being afraid that you're not going to ever find your purpose, or you're ever going to make enough money, or you're ever going to find love again, or maybe you're in a new environment and you feel like, oh, I'm going to feel this way the entire time that I'm here. Is it that you're making it a permanent state that you're so afraid of? And answer to it. Remind yourself that even when you feel that it's not going to go away, and you're going to feel like this forever, and you're going to be stuck here forever, you can give the answer back that nothing is forever. Every feeling is temporary. Every experience is temporary. Even the best moments in life and the most peaceful and enjoyable things are temporary. And the hardest experience you went through in your life was temporary. And the most challenging things and the most painful things, they pass. So explore what the perceived danger is and also honor the fact that what you're experiencing is human because transitions are by nature, just very uncomfortable. As I was finally making my way out of feeling paralyzed by my anxiety, I decided to revisit a chapter of A New Earth that has helped me so much with my emotional awareness and feelings like anxiety. The chapter is titled The Pain Body. And actually, before I tell you what I wanna say, is that there's also a difference between picking up the book because I need to find a way to feel better And saying, I just want to read this and see if maybe bringing certain things to my awareness can ease the discomfort. A lot of people are like frantically looking for answers and ways to relieve the anxiety, which again goes back to the first thing I said. Don't try to get rid of it from a place of urgency. So back to what I was saying, I was opening that chapter and just skimming through it and it helped me so much. And I think every time I read it, I understand it more deeply And sometimes I have to like read the same thing three times before I even get it. But I think it's one of the most important chapters I've ever read in a book in my entire life. And for any of you who have tried to read A New Earth or for those of you that have read it and enjoyed it, you can understand that it's not so easy to understand the way he explains things sometimes. And I want to create either a series of a few episodes or maybe one long episode where I break down that chapter for you guys because I find it so, so, so valuable. And I think it can really help a lot of people with a lot of the experiences they feel, the negative emotions that that go through them and how to manage them and how to recenter themselves. So if that's something that you're interested in, DM me and tell me because I'd love to see if that's something that you would want. And if you're still here and before you go, If you want to support me in any way and you haven't already, please rate the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if it helped you, please screenshot it, post it on your story, tag me. It's super, super helpful when we spread the word that way. And it also just makes me so happy to see the people listening. And finally, I am still offering my 60-minute one-on-one calls with people that I have found so, so, so valuable Also for me, as I'm creating the newer version of my group program, to really understand who my audience is and what their pain is and how I can help them more and serve them more. So if you want to book a call, you can click the link in my bio on Instagram or DM me. And if the reason that you don't book is because it's not affordable, reach out and I'm happy to offer discounts because I would love to help people. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I love you all and I will be back next week.